my guest of honor, Venus Rose. Now I started looking at your profile. The profile you gave me was too short. And I decided when I started to begin to tell people about you, I was like, okay, she's a world traveler, was a digital nomad, is a pilot, is a realtor, has a coaching business and has almost 20,000 followers on Instagram. Um, what else should I add to that in, in the mix? I mean, cause I was like, okay, Hey, dang, I feel like a slacker right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the scenario is, I think um, all of us are so multifaceted and I've learned so much along the way. I've owned businesses, I've scaled them and sold them. And, you know, I'm at this stage in life and business and I'm kind of at this stage of being very curious. And that's kind of what got me into real estate was, I started to get really curious and my boyfriend, um, he owns Lancaster law firm and he's a real estate attorney. So when we first started dating, I was like, I'm just going to play with the idea of becoming a real estate agent and building a team. Cause that's really exciting to me. And some of my previous mentors throughout the years have actually owned big brokerages and been like, you should do this. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Um, so I kind of shied <laughs> away. I'm not so sure about that. Maybe. um so yeah and I think like there's there's so many different things that I've gone through throughout my life I had to grow up really really quickly my mom was a single mom um my dad was in federal prison for most of my life and just never around um so I grew up with us being um you know on food stamps being supported um by what my mom really could do and so what ended up happening is I turned 18 Um, and at that time I had been going through flight school. I was also taking college while I was in high school to kind of get a head start. Um, and as I was transitioning into college, I had a full ride scholarship at Boise State University. Um, I went the first week, my mom actually got a phone call and she was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. And Mm. so my whole world just kind of exploded in that moment (laughs) Um, because we were like, I don't know what, like, what are we going to do? And at that point I had started my life coaching business and it was starting to kind of get off the ground. Word was starting to kind of go around and I was starting to pick up more and more clients. And that was kind of, you know, one of my, many of my like first businesses, I had some e-commerce and I played around. I even did like the Gary V thing where I would go and like oh. buy things for cheaper and like resell them. Like I did all of it. <laughs> so you were 18 now while you were days. doing all that Venus? Yeah. So through oh the, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So I have I, a 19 year old and a 21 year old. So Wow. Yeah, I started really young and, um, you know, my, my, my first job I got when I was really, really young, I started my first like flipping business when I was like 15, 16. I was just like, I've always been, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of human design, but I'm a generator. So I'm always creating things. I'm always coming up with really big ideas and just like wanting to try all the new things. That's kind of what I've done is just like tried all the new things and just been like, I like this interests me. So I'm going to try this and see how I feel and see if that works. Um, so for me, it was, it was really life coaching. I really started to get really into that. And it kind of happened on accident because I was actually a journalist and I was writing for the local newspaper, this like little newspaper. And I was like, okay, well, I like writing things. And so I actually, um, started to write resumes for people on the side as like another side business that I had. So I was writing (laughs) resumes and became really good with that. And then the, you know, women that I was writing resumes for asked if I would coach them 
for their interview to prep and pr prepare them for their interview. So I was like, I don't know, I guess I can do that. Like, we'll just see how it goes. Um, so I started coaching them. Um, they moved up in the corporate ladder and they saw amazing transformations. And so they started telling their, their boss was like, you're changed, like, what is this? So they're like, oh my God, it's this coach that I'm working with. Um, so then I started coaching their bosses, which was really interesting. Um, cool. So then I was just like kind of in this corporate space of coaching, you know, life coaching people that were obviously way older than I was. Um, I was just going to ask you, like, who were your clients, you know, like, who are your clients? Yeah. So back then they were actually um, just CEOs of local companies, um, like they, not super big corporations, but definitely like there was that sense of like that corporate space. Um, yeah, sure. So it was like, I kind of wanted to get out of that. Um, some of my clients, I would say about 60% of them were male, the rest were female. And for me, I just wanted to work with women. So I ended up hiring a business coach. And then once I learned how to scale my life coaching business, I transitioned into becoming a business coach. So I became this business coach, didn't really know what I was doing at the time. I started my uh, next company, which was Boy. Did just she freeze? I think she froze. I thought I froze for a second or two. No, you're not. Yeah, and Kelly's still there and Joelle's still there. I see. I started Joelle's because I had just, because sometimes I don't understand me. So I knew we that a, I needed some more support. You froze for a moment. We had a pause for, you have froze for back? a moment. You started Boise. You're back. You're hot. You're okay. back. You're ready. <laughs> but you, you, we lost the Bo Boise. I think we dropped out. We started the boy. I think it was the Boise something. Yeah. Okay, so Boise Boss Waves, yeah. So I started that right when I was really working on- I'm gonna on repeat that because I don't know that everybody heard it. The Boise Boss Babes. Yeah, Boise Boss Babes, Thank yeah. Um, so I, I like started it. that- Not Bossy Babes, but Boss Babes. <laughs> little bit bossy, <laughs> little bit bossy. <laughs> little, little bit, Definitely yeah, a little bit rock and roll, a little bit country too. Yeah, just like a mix <laughs> of all of it. A little bit of indie, a little bit- I like indie. it. Yeah, just all over. Um, so I started that and I honestly didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where it was going to go, um, but it ended up scaling and I had hundreds of women coming every month and it was this big, really cool thing. Um, and then I started to speak on stages across the US and then I was traveling so much that I said, you know what, I'm just going to be a digital nomad and I'm going to sell all of my stuff and just like, just do what I want to do. So Boise, Idaho was my little hub for about three years and I just kind of went off and just went all over the place and really went through this big, massive self-discovery phase of my life. Um, you know, I, I had to really kind of figure out what I actually really wanted. Um, I also hit a wall within my business because it was very automated. So I had a full team. I had, I had teams doing everything for me. I was very hands-off. I didn't really know my clients. And I started to really feel this sense of like, this isn't it. I don't want this. Mm. I don't know anyone in my programs or courses and I don't know what results they're getting because I don't know them. I can't speak to them. And so mm. I decided to flip my business model, completely turned the funnels and the advertising off. And it just, I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on just being me showing up authentically online, building this really amazing brand, allowing people to get to know me in my heart. Because for me, that was really hard to do was like show people who I really am for so many reasons, like afraid of so many things. Um, and so I was like, sure. I'm just gonna build this brand and show people who I am um, and just go from there and trust that process. And um, for me, it was 
this really big change of going from complete automation to fully organic marketing um, and just like fully loving myself, but also falling in love with my clients and getting to know them instead of not knowing them at all. And that's been a huge transformation. That's, um, that's so a powerful wealth cue clue. That's a killer success clue right there about relationships. I mean, because it, there are a lot of people who start out building coaching businesses or, or, or different kinds of businesses. And they're like, they want to automate it all, you know, basically print money, have the deposits go in, not have to do anything. Um, and then recognizing when you, when you're finding what really makes you happy, what really brings you joy. And then you realize, wow, that's not it. I, I need more connection. I need more relationship. I need to be able to see the impact more directly that I'm having. That's, that's a great tool for all of us really in any business, whether it's real estate or coaching or uh, training and development um, to be able to, to see some of that impact and see the difference that you're making. Right. Yeah. And that's what I really loved about EXP specifically was that's what attracted me to EXP was, Hey, I can really get to know the people who are in EXP and feel safe within that atmosphere. I feel like a lot of the atmospheres in real estate are very political and I'm very much of, and I'm a very energetic person. Like I can, I pick up on energies all the time and I, there's no way that I could go into an office with a huge political problem happening, just couldn't do it. So for me, I wanted something that I could build. I wanted something that, you know, so for me, building a team is my big thing. Like I really am super excited about bringing on new team members. So as I'm starting to build my team and people are coming onto my team, that's what excites me because I can incorporate coaching with them being on my team and teach them what I know about social media marketing. Because it's, it's radically transformed my life. Like I, I was working three jobs when I was obviously very young, burnt out. I remember just, I distinctly remember I was going through flight school and college at the same time. I didn't sleep for three days. I was a maniac. I was psychotic. Oh, um, and I don't recommend that because what ended up happening was I was driving on the freeway going 85 miles an hour and I passed out. Um, and I almost like, I woke up just before I hit the barrier and I remember that moment of turning off my car and just like literally passing out, waking up and just crying and just feeling so defeated. Like I'm trying so hard and I'm working so hard and I'm, I don't understand why this is happening. Like what I'm, I'm trying to hold all of this, like my mom being sick and her fighting for her life and my business and, you know, flight school and college and da, 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 da. like that was all within that first week of just being like, okay. I'm going to trust that this is going to work and I'm going to go for it. And I think with, you know, with real estate, that gives a lot of people the avenue that they're searching for. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are like, I want a business, but I don't know what business to start. And I think Mm. real estate is like here. If you want to make an impact and help people, if you want to create a life of freedom, like here you go. And so I think that real estate is a really incredible avenue for, you know, people who, you know, maybe want to make another stream of income or, you know, want to, I love EXP in the way where like, we have it set up to where, you know, we can have wealth over a lifetime. Like this is setting us up to have multiple streams of income that are hands-free in the way of like, we've built these relationships and we sustain that over time. And that's what creates sustainable wealth. Not this like plug and play, like, I'm just going to check out for forever. It's like, no, I'm going to be soul centered and go whole heart with this. 
um, but also know, you know, so many different things of not working myself into the ground, trusting the process and allowing people to support me and supporting right. other people too. So that's why I personally think that it's such a really great team to join. Um, like obviously it's an amazing organization, so I could talk about it all day. Um, but I just really love the whole atmosphere of it. Like I feel safe with that. Um, I think, you know, with a lot of other, I looked at a lot of other different options and I just was like, that's not it. And then when I found EXP, it was just like a no brainer, really. It's amazing in it. Well, and it's for me too, the mindset of, I mean, the people who are, who are technically, who, who were there before you, who recruited you or invited you to join, um, they have a vested interest in your success, you know, and really the whole organization, it's interesting, the level of cooperation between partners versus competition. And I think kind of, kind of that office politics thing you were talking about, there, there's a lot of that at a lot of different places, real estate and beyond, where there is a lot of competition. And it's, it's a win-lose kind of equation, not a win-win equation, where when you realize we're all, at the end of the day, shareholders and partners in EXP, um, and this is not just about EXP, but it's but it's it's something that we can talk about because now quite a few of us share it. Um, it. The difference of being partners rather than just 1099 employees making our own way, right, and in isolation um, without a community like this um, is is huge because we all need each other ultimately, you know, and 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 you know, we, we need to help each other even buy and sell in local markets, you know, so getting to know other agents in your local market and helping their success as well. Um, I don't look at it as win-lose. I have an abundance mindset. Um, and, and really, it's like there's more than enough for everyone, even though we all need more listings right now. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it'd be nice to have more listings, make it easier to sell things. Um, but, um, you know, I think, I think that's one of the things you said too, I want to, I want to circle back to, and, and then we'll open up for questions here in just a little bit. Um, identify the opportunity and cause you've identified several opportunities that you've executed on and trust the process, um, trust the process. And it's interesting when you look at an opportunity, what is it? That, um, that, you, that makes you want to give it the green light, like when you looked at EXP or, you know, your current, the current state of your coaching practice. Um, what is that journey like for you? And then I also want to get into your personal productivity because you, you've obviously done just a few things and you're still doing lots of things. And um, talk, talk to you a little bit about your routines and your habits on a weekly basis too after, after we talk about trust in the process. Yeah. So the way that I see the process is kind of like a money tree. So I actually have like a giant money tree in my corner. It's like the best thing ever. I saw it in the store and was like, oh my God, I'm buying this. Um, yeah. So the way that I see the process is, and again, it took me a, a long time to figure this out because I felt very rushed and I would compare myself to other people online and be like, I just have to be successful and it has to be right now. And she did it right now. So I have to do it right now. And so what was happening was I was really combining my self-worth with the money in my bank account, which is really dangerous. Yep. Um, and so I hit this point of like, your worth is not dependent on how much money is in your bank account. Like you were born worthy. Nothing has changed ever. Like right. there's nothing that you could have done, said, or whatever to make you not worthy of the life that you desire. And so the first thing that I really had to do was clean up all of my energy and thought patterns and beliefs around what it meant to be successful and have the things mm -hmm. that I wanted and even define success. Like for me, right. success was not just owning successful businesses or, or hitting certain milestones. But the big thing for me was like, I wanted to find my life partner. 
And that to me was like success. Like I, I'm like a hopeless romantic. And so I'm like, like going through and trying to figure out, you know, who do I need to be in order to attract the man that I'm wanting, that I'm desiring, the partner that I really want. And what does success mean for me? So I really had to switch out of all of my masculine energy and learn how to be feminine as well. So yes, I'm going to be CEO. Yes, I get things done, but I also can sit back and receive and be very feminine. Um, and, and that holds his masculine too. Um, and so for me, the, the vision and seeing the opportunity some for 99.9% .9 of the time is most of like, I see this thing and, you know, I have 20 ideas at one time. So I have all of these ideas, but what is the thing that like makes me jump in my seat? Like, I cannot, like, I need to tell you about it right now. That is the thing <laughs> where I'm like, this is an, uh-huh. Whereas it's like, a Fire, uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's really listening to like what is happening within my body when it comes to this opportunity. And I also have to make sure I'm not making this from an emotional state. So sometimes I'll get super hyped about something and be like, yes, I'm going to go all in. And one time I made this really incredible learning experience where I paid a coach over $65,000 and it ended up just not being a good fit at all, which is okay oh. because it was just this like really gorgeous, beautiful way of learning the way that I make decisions. So for me, the energy builds and I get really excited and then I have to burn off the energy, like go for a run and like really clear out my space and then make that decision and say, is this like a yes or no based on like what I want and desire my life to be? Or am I saying yes, because I think it has to look a certain way and my ego, I'm just trying to feed my ego. So I really had to tell my ego to take a seat when I saw these opportunities come up and really start to listen to my intuition and what felt really good to me rather than like, what can I do to just make a lot of money? Because at the end of the, uh, the end of the day, I knew and I learned also that, that it didn't make me happy. Like, yes, right. you know, I hit multiple six figures, but like I was not fulfilled in my life. And so I was like, something has to change and shift and it has to be with me. It starts with me. I can't externally find that with a partner or with right. money or with things. Like I, I love luxury things. I love all of those things. And I can have that. I believe I can have that. And I do have that. And I, and I cherish that very much, but it was a lot of like, I had to find the happiness within me in order to find happiness and what, what I was also doing and pursuing. So when you find an opportunity you know, maybe if you're thinking of getting into real estate or EXP or whatever, you, you're an online entrepreneur or whatever, it's a lot of like listening to like what feels really good within your body. And is that coming from a place of what you really desire? Or is it coming from a place of like, I just need to make a lot of money and be su successful and then I'll make it. It's like, let's, let's enjoy the journey and love every step of the way and create a gorgeous life along the way and understand that there's no mountaintop. I had this really right. skewed idea that there's this success and I'm going to like reach this like mountain peak and like, we're going to have candles and shit. And it just, it wasn't like that. It's very much like I had to learn like, okay, we're just, we're moving and we're growing and we're growing and we're growing. And like, it just never stops. And that's right. the thing where it's like, this is really awesome. Like we can really create magic here. So for me, that's what I do with opportunity is I have to kind of look at it from a sense of like, do I really love this or is this ego driven? I like that discernment and also the ability to take a run and say, okay, I've got energy about this. I'm feeling pretty hyped, but I got to get to the other side and find the peaceful place, the quiet place, the, the inner voice place of, is this a still a yes? 
you know, because there's a lot of things that we can get really excited about that is like, mm, maybe that's not so that's not so hot. But when you get to that place where you're beyond and you you have truly set aside your ego, which I think is, you know, challenging for all of us to do at any given point, because a lot of things get wrapped up in it. You know, being able to be observer of yourself and to study how you respond to things or even your motives, you know, of why am I doing this, you know, is you know, is it just for me? Is it for the other people? Um, you know, I mean, so, so the, the motives test is a, is a key. And then, and then how am I fueled and fed my spirit, you know, my heart, my, not just my bank account, but it's like, okay, yeah, if you can pack your bank account full, that's okay. But if you're really unhappy at the end of the day and miserable, utterly miserable, I mean, I've met quite a few folks that they're just utterly miserable. And it does begin with them, you know, and being grateful for where you are in the journey of success, not saying, oh, well, someday when I get to the top of the mountain, suddenly Julie Andrews is going to sing the Sound of Music theme and we're going to know we're there, right? Yeah, yeah. And Although I think she might. She might. And I, but she might not. And she so we have not. to be able to hold the energy of like, she might, but she might not. But she right. could, you could sing for yourself right now always. Like, that's all that you need. And I think day, too, it's day. like, yeah. And I think for me, I really struggled when I first started my business. Um, I was on the phone all the time. I was doing sales calls all day, every day, back to back. I was, you know, working with the sales team, working on funnels. I was creating content like a freaking crazy person. Um, and I was doing, we were doing DMs and outreach. Like we were literally doing all of the marketing tactics that the gurus tell you to do. And while I think that that business model can work for some people, I'm very heart centered. So it didn't work for me. So I literally, when I shifted out of all of that and was like, I'm just going to be me, create content and be authentic and be in alignment. I had painful clients. I had huge, like massive things happen to where before I had to work so hard to do that. Yeah. So it's like this whole three, like 180 of like the way that we conduct business and show up and just be ourselves and get paid to be that be that way is really really incredible and with social media we have that power to say hey this is me and if you like who I am and what I embody and what I teach then you can work with me so it's just a lot of like the invitation rather than like the outreach and being really pushy and forceful I'm very like much like hey if you want to work with me cool send me a message like you can come to me and I'd be happy to, you know, work with you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to convince you. I'm not get, going to get through your objections because you need to know that you want this. If I have to try and convince you to sign up with me, I'm going to have to try and convince you to stay with me. So right. I'm very much like, I want the women who are, who are going to be in it and they know that they're in it. And that's kind of, that's that beautiful. Kind of my thing. That's beautiful. And really too, I mean, I liked how you flipped it. I mean, cause the Gary V model is like, you create a massive ton of content, like, and, and it's so much, you know, most yeah. people are like, oh, forget that. That's just not even possible, you know, <laughs> but, but flipping it to say less is more, you know, and what is the true 20% that makes the 80% difference that is authentic, that you can, that is part of building your brand. Um, we're going to open up for questions here in just a minute, because I know we're running to the, to, toward the end of the hour and I'm trying to keep these to 30, but um, that's, that's a fascinating switch. You know, and, and having done both, and then, I mean, it sounds like, oh man, feeling like you're on a treadmill trying to create content and DMs and, you know, work the system to kind of keep the flywheel spinning and it taking so much effort to keep it going. But then you, you're like, no, wait, hold it. There's a better way, right? 
Yeah, because the other way is just not sustainable. And then you just burn out and burn out and burn out. And it's like you go through the cycle of like being really excited. I'd get really excited before launches. I'd be in the middle of a launch process and I would just be exhausted um, mm. and just depleted. And now it's like my launch process is just super easy and flowy. And it's just like every other day, like it doesn't feel hard or forceful or anything like that. And things just like pop out of the blue, like popcorn. It's really cool when we trust that process. And what I've realized with social media is creating more quality is super important, but also showing up consistently because people aren't going to want to work with us if we can't be consistent in the way that we show up, not just in business, but with also like our life and our health and things like that. I don't think, you know, my clients hire me because they're like, oh, Venus is not only consistent in her life, but I can see that she's fully embodied other parts of, of herself as well. She's doing the inner work. She's doing the health things to, you know, she, she has all of those things that I desire. And I think when we're trying to build a brand, we want to build this life and embody what we teach. Um, and that's where that alignment is. And that's where the truth and the authenticity comes is when you can say, hey, I do, I live this life and this is what it looks like rather than I'm going to go rent a private jet and like pretend I live this lifestyle. Like that's not the scenario <laughs> and people see right through that and it doesn't right. last long. Um, it does not last. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Questions for Venus. I know we're coming to the bottom of the hour. This has gone so fast, Venus. I'm like, oh man, this is incredible how quickly and how many awesome things that you've been able to share, how many nuggets and how many truths and how many things you've learned, you know? I mean, it's, uh, and that you're sharing, you know, with your, your tribe, uh, as we've got questions coming in on chat, or if you want to open up your mic out there, guys, um, if you got questions for Venus, I'm going to start sharing uh, my screen just a moment to show um, where to find Venus on social, uh, because I think I've got that. We'll go to desktop here. Questions for Venus on building yeah, a business, building one. a team. I have a question. Please. So Venus, I love, I mean, I love the whole part about loving yourself first and um, doing the inner work. And that's very much how I proceed with life and everything like that. Here's my cat's tail in case. That is your cat's tail doing interesting <laughs> things on the screen. That's um, awesome. Clementine, yeah, for, what are you doing? For other people listening and, you know, watching, like, what would you, what, where would you say to go? Say someone is like, wants to improve that part of themselves um you know like where did you get where did you get your most inspiration yeah so for me i would look up to people who had what i desired and i would go for that yeah. so i would follow you know i'd say hey so i've had i've always had coaches and mentors and things like that like always forever i probably will until the day i die i wouldn't be who i am if it wasn't for them so um, for me, I, I feel like when you try to hit another level, there's more energy that we have to hold at certain levels and harder things that we go through. So it's like, I want to be with someone who's been through the hard things who can hold me through that part of my life and help me get through that. Um, so for me, it's, it's a lot of like, let's find who's embodying what you desire. Because I think it's, it's, you know, we all kind of desire the same things, but it does range. So I think for, you know, the people who are watching and for you too, it's like, what do you desire and find that person? And if you vibe with that person, like get to know that person um, and really start to calibrate to their energy. Cause to me, you know, I wanted a coach who was embodying and had what I wanted because I could calibrate to her. I could learn from her. I could ask her questions. Right. I could be in her energy. And even just 
the monetary exchange of me giving her thousands of dollars and being like, I'm going to give you all of this. Like that was an up level for me because I was able to say, I trust myself wholeheartedly and I trust this process. And this is me saying, I trust you. So in order for me to make that big leap and to see those changes, even internally with the way that I thought about even money and life and all of those things is I had to really say, okay, what, what do I want and desire and align with someone who had that and, and learn their processes and things like that. Um, so for me, it was a lot of emotional intelligence because I ran into a lot of hard things and circumstances in my life where I just wanted to quit and give up. And I was like, I don't understand why I'm even doing this. Like, I just, I can't do it. I can't do da, da, da. So I went through all these different scenarios. And so for me, it was like, how do I up-level my emotional intelligence to understand what it takes to hold more energy to go to the next level? So that's kind of how I made like my shifts. You know, my, my shifts were not overnight. It was very much a progression. Yeah. Interesting to identify mentors and to be able to do that. Hey, Instagram story content versus page content. Talk to us just a little bit about how you how you frame your Instagram um, and uh, do your content strategy. Yeah, so I would say I have the three. I have mostly have three strategies because I have my Facebook group, um, and then I have my Instagram and I have my personal profile. Um, a lot of my things actually happen through DMs through my Instagram stories. Instagram stories are really incredible because it's a way for people to get to know you and see behind the scenes of who you are. So for me, I had got really got into the flow of showing who I am and getting into a flow of here I am, here's the thing that's going on, here's the strategy, here's the sales, all of those things. So you will see my stories are lit up all the time because I'm showing different parts of me. I'm doing collaborations, things are going on. Um, and I'm committed to this work. So I think your stories are really like the gauge of commitment to your work. Um, I don't think they need to be hard or forceful or anything like that. I see my stories as a work of art. I'm here to create art. So whenever I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I'm so excited. I put on my mystical maven hat, which is my brand. And I'm like, okay, I'm so excited. We're going to create art. And so for me, that's kind of for my stories. So for your stories, it's really great for you to highlight and to show different parts of you so that people can get to know who you are and what you're doing and what you enjoy. So on my stories, you'll see a lot of celebrations where I've hit another milestone and we're popping champagne and, or me and Zeno are off on an amazing vacation or, you know, whatever, celebrating clients and, and their milestones and collaborations that I'm doing and, and things like that. And also providing value. So, you know, you'll see every day I'm posting on my feed some type of value content. And I have a different like whole content cash strategy, which is like a whole other like scenario and thing we can get into later. But um, so for me, the stories are very much like highlighting all of those different things, creating a masterpiece, making it matter because it matters. And then when I'm posting daily on um, my feed, I'm making sure to use hashtags that I feel are relevant and also making sure that I do um, a lot of back research on like, is this going to be where my target audience is? Is this an active hashtag? Is it you know, all those different scenarios? Um, you get 30 chances for that. So I use all 30 of them. Um, and I also have my assistant to kind of help me out with that too. I don't do everything. Um, like I have support and I think that's also important to distinguish as well. Like I couldn't do all of it if it was just me. Um, I did start all off with it just being me and I built up to six figures with it just being me. For me to hit the next level, I definitely needed support. So that's just what I personally felt I needed. So that's Instagram stories and then the feed. 
on my personal profile, it's, um, I will reuse that content. And for what I like to do is actually build suspense on my personal profile. So, Hey, something is coming. I'm really excited. This thing is happening. Um, and then what I like to do for my Facebook group is I will host, um, free trainings on my Facebook group. So I'll funnel people from my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories and my Facebook profile, and I will funnel them into my group. Um, so that's kind of how I work all of the different platforms. And for me, I just wanted to master two platforms before I really branch off and do like Pinterest and YouTube and all of those things. Um, so that's kind of how I've structured that whole kind of piece on how that's I awesome. run socials. Great, great sharing for, especially those of us on the call who are newer to social and trying to figure out, okay, how, does they, how do these pieces fit together? So we're, we're wrapping up here with the amazing Venus Rose, who is a pilot, world traveler, adventurer. We didn't talk about you being an adrenaline junkie, man. I'm I, I, sorry I didn't even get to that. Um, you know, I see <laughs> skydiving on here. The, the jumping out of airplanes. We could talk about that all day. Yeah, we would have a blast with that. Um, Mystical Maven Official on Instagram. Uh, look her up, give her a follow Venus Rose International on Facebook, the mystical mavens. If someone wants to become a mystical maven, DM you on Insta. Is that the best way or hit a join group button? What's, what do you suggest? Yeah, the link to join the group is in my profile. Um, and then all of the ways to get to know more about me are always in my stories. Always in the stories to get to know Venus. Awesome. Well, I am Matthew Ledford. Help me get to 100 subscribers on my real estate channel. Subscribe if you like this content. We've got Success Leaves Clues. Tony Robbins says it. It's true. We've got lots of interviews that we're going to continue to produce, as well as some market reports for Charleston and the Carolinas, Asheville, beyond part of the Matthew Ledford team. Some of the folks on this call are part of the Matthew Ledford team. Love to have you as a teammate as we share life together and vision and business like we were talking about. Venus and I are teammates. We're shareholders together in a sense. And um, so I'm, uh, my goal is to help her be successful. Her goal is to help me be successful um, with the EXP. And that's an amazing, amazing culture to be a part of. And so um, with that, I want to say thanks, Venus, for a great Success Clues interview. You shared so much in such a short amount of time. I Thank can't you. even highlight all the Success Clues, but there, there are quite a few that are there. Your story is amazing. Um, and it's going to continue to be amazing. You and Zeno are awesome. Appreciate the work that you're doing in the Asheville real estate community to help build community there as well. Lots of great work happening. Um, we hope to see you at Rabbit Rabbit next Ooh, month. Yeah, when is real that? Real estate That's social on the 11th, June the right, 11th. So realtors in the greater Asheville, North Carolina area who would like to meet some of these fine folks in person. Um, place Rabbit Rabbit. Uh, I, I, I start saying it and I say like six rabbits because rabbits multiply. Um, <laughs> but thanks guys for being here for Success Clues. This will be on YouTube. Share it with your thank friends. Thank you, Matthew. Um, thank yeah, you so you. much. Pleasure. Thank, thank you, Annie you. Lewis, co-host and everyone for joining us. Yes, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me, Matthew. It was great to meet all of you. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much.